Well, a good day to you wherever you happen to be. Thank you for carving out a little bit of time in your day to join us here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And, of course, you here on EWTN Radio. I am Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. We have the show team in place today. Our producer, Ace McKay, Matt Gaminski screening calls. Michael McCall is on social media. And, Debbie, we're going to talk about something that everybody can relate to today. It's our monthly All About Relationships show, a very popular show. We talk about every relationship, your work relationships, your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, your family, your spouse, your children, with your pets. We all have a relationship with our pets. How about the most important relationship? Our relationship with God. We talk about all relationships today once a month on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. We had so much fun yesterday on the Jokes Show. We will do that again in a couple months. Jerry will be back for that. We won't schedule it on a Monday, so Jerry will be back. Jerry, you missed a lot of fun. Did you get to listen? I caught a little bit of the show, yeah. The tail end, yeah. Did you giggle? Oh, yeah. There were some very, very funny jokes. Yeah. It was hilarious. I love the, um, they fought tooth and nail one. <laughs> when a, a manicurist and a, yeah, a, dentist. a dentist get married, they fight tooth and nail. <laughs> I know. I yeah. used that one last night with Marty. It was hilarious. Oh, we love the Take-Two family, but we're talking relationships. Well, we have a relationship with you guys, the Take-Two family. So come on, fill up the phone lines. You don't have to be Catholic to call in if you hear the sound of our voices. We want to hear from you. Here's the number. Matt Gabinski's waiting for the calls. You can talk about any relationship. You can brag in a good way about a relationship and praise God for that wonderful relationship in your life. 833-288-3986. Yeah, and those those positive reports are always helpful. Maybe you had a struggle with a relationship at some point and through a prayer and you know talking things over with somebody, maybe you have managed to smooth that relationship out. Please believe us when we tell you there are people going through what you have gone through, what you are going through. So anything that you share on this show is going to be a blessing and a great help to the entire Take-Two family. Think about the impact that you could have by picking up that phone, calling us up right now, and talking about any relationship you would like at 833-288-3986. You can email take-two at EWTN.com. Try and keep them brief. I know on the All About Relationships show may not lend itself to brief emails. We understand that. But if you're watching the video stream on either Facebook or YouTube, hello there. You can post your comments about relationships there, and you can post on the show website, which is Take2Show.com. Matt loves to answer your calls, so um, please let's share about our relationships because we are made for community. Very important. Some of you may be going through some difficult times. We, we uh, Jerry and I, we are uh, both life coaches, and we do have a life coaching ministry called StandTallToday.com. That's where you can find us. You can get free consultations, but we can talk about it. You don't have to out anybody or try to you know, give any personal details. You can use your confirmation name if you call in. We're a very friendly platform platform, a very wonderful experience. That's what we hear anyway from pretty much everyone that calls in to take two. So a lot of first time callers call in because they feel uh, very um, uh, comfortable and they feel prompted by the spirit. So if you feel prompted by the spirit, say yes and call in about your relationship. Here is the number. Start dialing 833-288-3986. 
Yeah, it's a good place to uh, to come onto the air here. And uh, like Debbie said, you know, we're, we're life coaches for one thing. We're not experts in everything that has to do with life, but we are in relationships just like you are. And, uh, you know, we may be here on the radio on EWTN, but we have relationships that have their ups and downs just like everybody else. So we are trying to process things and work through different friendships, relationships, uh, just like all of you are. So this is the place for you to come right now if there's something you would like to discuss about a relationship in your life 833-288-EWTN the best time to call is right now because Mm -hmm. phone lines do get pretty busy as the show goes on but they are open for you right now at 833-288-3986 I'm going to just put this out there for the take two family to think about and then call in and see if they could add to this what if you had a relationship with somebody, you, you met them just maybe like, I don't know, six to eight months ago, and you started developing a friendship with them, and you realize that you have so much in common, you know, the same hobbies, you like to go to the same, you know, you like the same movies, uh, you even like to go to the same restaurants, right? But then it, it starts to turn to a conversation about faith. And you realize, wow, we are miles apart on this, like big time. What do you do? What do you do with that relationship? It's kind of interesting. Yes, I am speaking from experience. So uh, meaning I'm going through it right now. I met somebody recently in our neighborhood and I really just think she's just delightful to hang out with. She lives right in my neighborhood. We like the same restaurant, same movie, same thing. And yet we are very different in our faith beliefs and, and our traditions. And so it's kind of interesting. What do, you, what do you say to that, Jerry? What would you say, you know, pastorally? Well, pastorally, I, I don't know the exact circumstances you're talking about, but one of the things you and I both stress all the time is listen. You know, listen to somebody, find out where they come from is and how receptive they might be to hearing from us about our faith beliefs mm-hmm. and practices. But I, I'm with you and, and, and kind of extending that invitation to the Take Two family, Debbie. I would love to hear from anyone. If your relationships have changed since you maybe grew closer to God, mm-hmm. maybe you weren't really following Jesus closely. And by his grace, you've really uh, developed a deep relationship with our Lord and our Lady and the Church. And uh, maybe that has uh, caused you to rethink some friendships or relationships. How's that going for you? We'd love to hear about that. And any relationship in general here, as Debbie said, you don't have to give, you know, names, details, things like that. But just, uh, you know, we can maybe uh, let you come away a little bit uh, clearer on uh, how to improve a relationship or keep one strong. Mm 833-288-3986. And then you may be asking yourself, well, you know, if I was in a type of new relationship with a friend and, you know, it's my opportunity to talk about God, but what if they said to you, you know, I really have no interest in, in talking about God. Let's just go and hang out and have a nice cup of coffee or a nice meal together, but I I really don't want to talk about God. I'm not interested. That's not the type of friendship I'm looking for. What would you do? Would you continue to be friends with that person? Or would you, would you drop them? Would you, you know, it's kind of interesting. I think we, we're, we're all kind of facing that on, at some, in, you know, some level. And I just think it's, it's a good conversation to have that we can understand how to approach it. Maybe you can help us take two family. Here's the number 833-288-3986. All right, we're going to get to your calls in just a moment here. Matt Kabinsky screening the lines, but there are still a couple open for you. All about relationships, 833-288-3986.
talking about relationships, friendships, our associations with other people today. If there is any one of those that you would like to discuss in, uh, in a little bit here, we don't have to get into all the details, but maybe, uh, maybe you've got a, an issue that you would like a little bit of a conversation about. You can call right now at 833-288-3986. And we're going to the phones right after I tell you about a new book by Dr. Ray Garendi. This one is the one that most parents, you, you've got to get this book because parenting, it doesn't come with a manual. It's never easy in any age, but in the age that we live in right now, it is uh, very, very challenging. And Dr. Ray has written a book called Standing Strong, Good Discipline Makes Great Teens. And Dr. Ray, he'll give you the tools you need not only to navigate navigate the teen years, but really also uh, to enjoy them by unpacking issues ranging from sibling relationships and peer pressure to curfews and chores to overcoming backtalk and teaching your kids to avoid drugs, all things that you must care about as a parent. There are three techniques for becoming a calmer parent, four simple house rules that lead to success, and a strategy to motivate underachievers as well. Standing Strong, Good Discipline Makes Great Teens by Dr. Ray Garendi, available at EWTNRC.com. We always encourage you to buy Catholic, shop EWTNRC.com. Okay, so um, our first caller dropped. If you want to call back, uh, feel free to do so um, on All About Relationships because we were ready to bring you on air with us and we could discuss a, um, a relationship that's important to you. If you have a relationship uh, with a, a friend, a coworker, a sp- your spouse, your children, your grandchildren, um, how about a relationship with your pet? Because everybody feels very close to their pets, almost like their family, you know? And how about your primary and most important relationship with God? Okay, where are you at with Jesus? Let's talk about it. I already received a message on the break, Jerry, that in my particular situation with this new friend that I met in the neighborhood, they said that they would just start slowly and just build on the friendship and build the trust and build, um, you know, the, the relationship to where we could transition into talking about faith. I love that idea. You know me, Jerry, I tend mm-hmm. to be very, very loyal and I don't want to let anybody go, well, this doesn't really fit into the right category. So I'm going to, you know, not be friends with you. So I love that. I can go slow. You know, as long as God keeps me here on this, this side of the veil, I'll, you Mm -hmm. know, travel slowly. So that works, you know, and build the friendship. And then hopefully I'll have that open door to talk about Jesus. Well, I think that's the way to go. And I just, I'm a believer that, you know, friendships, relationships, they're going to work themselves out. You know, they're going to, we're going to end up with those that are going to edify us. And we may just uh, drift away from certain friendships or relationships over time anyway, that are not going to build us up spiritually and lead us closer to God. I think that's just kind of a, if, if we're trying to be really deep in our relationship with the Lord and the church, that's just automatically going to happen. But like you said, you don't have to shut people out. And you never know when we are going to be that con. It, that channel that God uses to just okay. say one little thing to somebody that gets them thinking about something, that gets them acting on something, and pretty soon a life has changed, maybe a soul is saved. So mm-hmm. we have to be very sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, as you always say. Yep. Good advice. I love it. There's an open phone line all about relationships, 833-288-3986. Please call in now. Don't wait any longer. We're going to go to James Jerry in Greenville, Tennessee on Sirius XM 130. Hi, James. You're first up here on Take Two. First of all, I say viva Jesus. There you go. But my situation is, my situation is a little strange. I've married to my beautiful wife for 41 years. 
We were married in the Catholic Church. Both my children were baptized. She agreed. She's not Catholic, but she agreed before we got married to let this occur. But then I kind of drifted away from church until a stunning event happened. I was in Greenville at a study about Daniel, and about day four, the conversation came up that the Pope is the Antichrist, and that was like a, a knife hitting me in the heart. So I am very deeply involved in church since then. Okay. But I still cannot convince my wife to go, mm-hmm. or even to believe in God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. go ahead, Deb. So real quickly, I just want to say, James, if you're open to it, since you called in, I, I feel prompted by the Spirit in, in this direction. So tell me if I'm going too too far or too deep and personal. I just want to make sure we, we, we hear it all correctly. So 41 years, you've been married to your beautiful wife, raised a family. Your kids were raised in the church. That's wonderful. She allowed that. That's fantastic. But she's not um, going um, to church with you currently. A couple questions. Are you at least praying? together. That's number one. Wait, think about this. Don't answer yet. Are you praying together? Are you talking about God um, on a regular basis in a just in a beautiful, gentle way, not in a in a in a in a uh, argument or debate or anything like that? Just just sharing about God's beauty, God's magnificence, God's creations, um, everything that is all all the facets of God. And then number three, and this is the most important, James. Are you showing Christ to your wife each and every day through your actions, through your disposition, through your attitude? Because that is what is going to get her to church. Not so much of, uh, you know, sometimes they're ready. And if you say, come to church with me, people are ready. That's rare, though. It really is that they want something. Most people want something uh, what others have, and they they gravitate towards it. it. They find it appealing. And then before you know it, they kind of follow along. Okay. Answer to those questions, sir? Well, first one is we've been go- I've been going to church, and um, yes, I am being as nice and as I can. We talk. I try to talk to her about church, about God, and she shuts it down. Now she was raised uh, in a situation that was very against God, mm-hmm. but I've been praying. You know, we don't pray together because she doesn't pray. But every night I'm praying for God to give me guidance or help or intervention to help bring her to God, to the church. Sure, sure. Okay, so a couple things. May I make a suggestion, sir, only because I do a lot of life coaching in this area? So let me just share something with you. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. So what you want to do is share from the first person and share from your own experience and just just say to, to your beautiful wife, Um, you know, honey, I want to just share something that happened to me today and leave it at that. Just, just, just share from your heart things that, that you have encountered about God's magnificence and, and leave it very, very quick and very, um, just let her think about it. Let her contemplate it. And, and if she says, why are you sharing this with me? Say, cause you're my, you're my wife. I want to share everything with you. And, and it's only, it's not to share as if to say, well, look at, you know, look at me. God is talking to me or I feel close to God, but just that you're really excited about how your relationship continues to uh, be beautiful and, and unfolds in with God and his, I keep saying it, his magnificence, because when we share with God, with people about God's uh, glory and the, and the, the, the big, you know, very vast and big sense of God, um, people are drawn into that, James. They really are. Um, I've seen it. I've seen miracles. 
So I don't know if that helps you. Now, praying, if she doesn't want to pray with you, then I love the fact that you are her husband and you pray for her to get, you know, you pray together and you stand in there and, and, and fill that, that area there so that, cause you're husband and wife and you're sacramentally married. So great. I think you've got great uh, foundational things to build on James. I have a feeling she's going to move in a good direction. What do you say, Jerry? Well, all of that was great. And James, I would simply add, and you you mentioned one of the key things, you know, she may be biased against God right now because of her upbringing. And we don't want to know any of the details of that. Maybe you don't even know fully, but... Debbie made the, the key point, pray for her. What you need to do is say, you don't, don't even pray for anything specific. Just say, God, whatever my beautiful wife needs, please give to her. Because he, God, it longs to have a relationship with her, you know, a million, billion times more than you do. And we know that you do greatly, James. So just pray, God, whatever, whatever she needs, move her heart in whatever direction you want to do that. And you will see, as, as Debbie said, you model the faith for her. You pray maybe by yourself if she doesn't want to pray with you. But th- I, I feel very good about this too, James. I mean, it's it's time. 41 years, God has had his eye on her and his arms wrapped around her, and I think you're going to see some movement and some very positive things, and we would love to have you call back and tell us at some point how your prayers are being answered, James. Well, I've gone as far as even uh, telling her about miracles that have occurred to me, mm-hmm. such as uh, the last knee replacement, I never needed crutches, okay. which wow. was completely different from the first one. Which was, I say, said it's truly a miracle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been saved more than once as a firefighter and everything that, uh, where I should have died. Mm. But again, prayers, prayers, prayers. Yeah. And if you could yeah. pray for us as well, I'd appreciate it. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. And a little bit of fasting. A little, we'll add a little bit of fasting in there, James, of some kind of fasting, because that goes a long way with God, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. Thank you, James. Keep us posted. I yeah. feel good about this one. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we're going to see mm. some. I think this is the year of miracles. I really do. I'm just sensing it. I, I feel like there's so much movement. There's been so much division in our world and in our church. It's time to have God show his magnificence. It really is. A lot of people are praying for that. Well, yeah. And miracles and, and quite closely related to that is a word, another word I've used on this show recently. That is breakthroughs. I think this is going to be a year of real breakthroughs for a lot of people, and they could come in the form of miracles. Indeed, I agree with you, Debbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 833-288-3986, all about relationships. So there's one you, you would like to discuss briefly on the program, 833-288-3986. And going uh, next to Little Rock, Arkansas, John listening on the TuneIn Radio app. Hi, John. Hi, how are you? Thanks Doing for having me. I uh, I have a friend, uh, my friend Susan, who, you know, she. I wanted to, I, God is such a part of my life, and I, I want to talk about it with her, and and I, I, I brought it up a number of times, and she seemed uncomfortable about it, and um, and and we ended up not being friends. We, we stopped talking and, and uh, you know, just disconnected. And now I'm really missing her, and, and I'm not quite sure where, to, where I go now. Mm-hmm. Did you have a falling out, or did you just drift away? No, I think she—my take on it is that me talking about God so much uh, kind of turned, it, turned, it, turned her off in some way. You know, she just wasn't, wasn't into it, and uh, I got the feeling that that's the reason uh, that we just, you know, became distant. And, uh, 
you know, I'm, I, I, I have some regrets for maybe, maybe I, I talked about God too much. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a suggestion. I mean, tell me what you think about this, Jerry. Here's a suggestion. John, why don't you send her a text or something? And, and then she's just a friend, right? So it's not, she's not involved in any, like she's not uh, intruding on any other relationship that you have that's a primary relationship, right? So she's just an additional friend, correct? Yeah, she's just a friend. My, my wife, you know, is, is, is somewhat comfortable with our friendship. She, you know, uh, you know doesn't, doesn't she, she finds it hard for me to, to understand that I'm in a friendship, you know, with a woman. But yeah, it is uh, platonic. Okay. Okay. So, John, then I knew that because, you know, the Holy Spirit is amazing. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is so good. As you were talking, all of a sudden, there was like this clear sign in my head that said, you know, you better ask what kind of relationship this woman has in your life. Okay. B- given that's the case and you're married, John, I would not pursue this relationship any further. Okay. Yeah, I, I that that breaks my heart, but I I, I think you might be right. Uh, mm-hmm. She's Jewish too, so there's uh, there's that uh, you know sort of just a diff- different points of view on life in general. So maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah, and you know what? You pray for her. You pray for her from a distance. I mean, obviously, you miss the friendship, and I understand that. But your you like your relationship with your wife is the most important, and and. You know, unless she's friends with her too, which it doesn't sound like she is, I would, I would let it go. There's a reason God, God moves people in and out of relationships to protect other relationships. Yeah, they they knew each other in college and actually shared a boyfriend. Or you know, they each dated the same guy, so there was some tension there between okay. the two of them. So, okay, yeah. I yeah. Think, uh, yeah, I think for domestic harmony, I would I would just let it go for now and pray for her from a distance. But I I can understand how you feel. I have um, I'm actually still friends with people that I knew before I met Marty, and it's it's a it's a strange situation. But my husband now is friends with them, so it's all good. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Well, who knows how things will play out in the future? But I appreciate it so much. Well, yeah, John, thanks for taking the time to call. I, I think Debbie, you know, really hit, mailed that beautifully. And, and I would just say one thing I've learned in my own life over the years is, you know, the best thing that we can do for other people is to simply do God's will in our lives. And, um, you know, she may be of the Jewish faith right now, and uh, perhaps God wants to reach out and touch her heart in some way. And your your prayers and your example, you've, you obviously said some things to her about faith that uh, have to be seeds that were planted, no doubt about that. So now you just kind of take a step back, let the Holy Spirit water those seeds and see what grows from that so we'll be praying for you john okay all right thank you both all right god bless thanks, you thanks john that yeah. was such a nice call yeah. i love how the take two family we all come together it's like a virtual you know family room gathering mm-hmm. it is yeah yeah very cool okay. all right we get that phone line open that john was on 833-288-3986. Francesca, hold on in Steubenville. And we've got Robert in Redwood, Texas, Tony in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And if there is a relationship you would like to discuss uh, briefly, not in any great detail necessarily, but perhaps there's one that's weighing on you or one that has just turned fantastic and you'd like to share how beautiful it's going. Maybe you've had a reconciliation with someone, perhaps your spouse, a child, a sibling, a parent. Uh, 833-288-3986 is the number to call. And uh, we are just about a moment away from a short break, Debbie, and then we will get back to more calls. I just want to uh, thank the Take-Two family. You're... um 
growing the Facebook family over at Jerry and Debbie Facebook page. Also, we have the Divine Mercy messages um, coming out each week. Ace McKay's doing such a great job on those, and you guys are um, appreciating those as well. It's Jesus, we trust in you. So I just love that. All about relationships today on Take Two. Please call in 833-288-3986. Today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, we want to do a great congratulations and shout out going out to another member of the EWTN radio family, WGIC 94.9 FM in Clarksville, Tennessee is celebrating seven years with us this week. Congratulations to Deacon Dominic Azara and his great team at Immaculate Conception Parish. Congratulations, you guys, from all of your friends here at EWTN. Way to go. Seven years, lots of souls being reached with Catholic Radio. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we're going to go back to the phones now, talking all about relationships with Francesca in Steubenville, Ohio, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hello, Francesca. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Doing well. The better now that you called. Uh, what I am... Um Really, you would talk about relationships, and I had a relationship with a man who would not commit to being Catholic, and he had converted when he was in college. We're old, I'm, you know, we're older now, um, and he had gone through several Protestant denominations. He was a Christian. He went to church all the time. We went to church together, but the fact that he would not commit to being Catholic ended the relationship for me. And I tried to talk myself for four years into believing that I could just do this and go to Catholic Mass and then go to some evangelical Protestant Mass with him. And I will tell you, it just did not work because I felt empty and I felt like an imposter sitting in those Protestant churches. Um, There was nothing there. Nothing was happening. There was no Eucharist. And I needed somebody to share that with. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people do that. But I felt like I was not being a good Catholic because the, I wasn't worshiping in the one true church all the time. Like I said, I, I always went to Mass, and sometimes he went with me. And then we'd go to church twice in one day, and people thought that was great. But it gave me, I can't, I don't understand why, but I had a very empty feeling when I was doing that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, a couple thoughts, Francesca. You know, um, a lot of people are able to do that and pull it off. You know, I had, I had a brother who for a time was, was going to Catholic Mass and then to his wife's church as well. Um, but, you know, um, the thing is the Holy Spirit could be very much at the center of this and really could have helped, you know, maybe prevented you from get going down a road that, you know, it doesn't sound like your Catholic faith would have been threatened in any way because it sounds like it's very strong, but still, um, you know, the Bible talks, St. Paul, you know, talks about in Second Corinthians chapter 6 about being unequally yoked, but he's mainly talking about unbelievers. It sounds like this man, if I'm not mistaken, you know, you said he went through many Protestant denominations, so maybe he was a, a man of some Christian faith, but still, 
I think, you know, the, the best thing to do, and it sounds like, you know, you know this in your heart, is just to find somebody who's going to share the depth of your Catholic faith with you so that you can really soar together, you know, soar like a, an eagle together in the Holy Spirit. So those are just a couple thoughts that I had. Debbie, I don't know if you've got any. Oh, you uh, said it beautifully. I would just say, Francesca, I would say that, you know, when you know a lot and you develop a deep relationship with God, especially centered around the Eucharist, it's very hard to lessen that. It's very hard to to pull back. Um, it, it feels strange. It feels odd. And and I know that because I did a lot of ecumenical work in the in the ministry work I did at the parish level, where we we had this project um, where they wanted to have high school teens go around and visit uh, Catholic teens, go around and visit non denominational churches and, and other denominations that were not Catholic. And um, I had a real problem with it because they weren't informing the Catholic high schoolers exactly what they were going to experience. They, they kept having this comment say, well, it's all Jesus, it's Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit. And they weren't really preparing the high schoolers. So instead, I took it upon myself with the pastor's permission to sit down with the high school teens and say to them, guys, I want you to watch and listen and kind of go at, at, of, at of research, if you will, because you will see at some point during the service, oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes the pastor or the minister will start criticizing the Catholic faith. They have to do that because most of the people in the, in the uh, congregation are former Catholics. They're fallen away Catholics. And so the high school teens would do that. They'd go to all these other churches and they would report back to me. They'd say, Miss Deb, at, at, a, at approximately 10 minutes into the, into the sermon, he started criticizing the Catholic Church or at four minutes into the sermon. I mean, it was, it was like clockwork. And so I think if you're going to be prepared going in, sure, you can find the common, the common things that we share as Christians. But if you're not, it's very difficult, I think, as a Catholic who really takes their faith seriously. Is that what you were referring to, Francesca, that it's just, it just became very difficult? Well, um, it was. It was an empty, there was nothing there. Every time I would go to a service there, I felt like nothing happened and nothing did. The only time I ever felt um, I heard a, um, I heard somebody criticizing was the one minister who said, "Well, you know, uh, we don't go to communion every every single week. We do once a month, and it's like a memorial." And right. that was it. That was the last right. time I could ever go there. And but praise God, I want to tell you, I ended the relationship. But that minister and his wife came to a Catholic church with me. I invited them and they they came. So yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. And there's no there's no disrespect because I have a lot of family members who are who are not Catholic. They they belong to a non-denominational um situation and 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 they love that and they find the Holy Spirit there and that's wonderful. So there's no I'm not trying to criticize. I'm just saying I think we need to be respectful especially especially when we're working with Catholics who take their faith seriously. I mean it's it 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 hurts me when I go to places and they, all of a sudden they start criticizing the priests or they criticize our liturgy or they criticize the Eucharist. It it's, it breaks my heart. It's very hard for me to hear. It's not like I'm saying, "Oh, look at me, I'm better than everybody else." It hurts me deeply. So, Francesca, you take your your faith seriously and I love that about you. What do you say, Jer? 
No, I agree. Um, it, it, you said it. It's not about being critical of people of other uh, Christian traditions or even other religions per se. But you know what? We, we know what we must do as Catholics, and we have to take that very seriously, mm-hmm. as Francesca is doing. And unfortunately, there are a lot of empty seats in our churches that used to be occupied by Catholics who right. uh, just uh, may, have, may have, you know, um, you know been persuaded to, to not go to go to another church or dissuaded from going to a Catholic church or something like that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great call, Francesca. Thank you so much. I love Steubenville. It's where I went to college. Thank you very much for your phone call to take two with Jerry and Debbie today. We have a lot of men that call in for All About Relationships show. Mm-hmm. I love that. So you guys feel comfortable calling in. So keep calling, 833-288-3986. And I just want to say this, Jerry. Um, I have a lot of friends who go. I have a wonderful non-denominational um, church right down the street from where I live. And I've gone to many services there. I I really, you really do can feel the the, the Holy Spirit in so many ways as, as believers come together together and and honor and sing and praise and worship about Jesus. It is incredible. So I want to be, give the utmost respect. And I was married to a gentleman who was Jewish for 20 years, folks. So I went to temple services, um, uh, well, a lot actually, and when our kids were were little, and you know, I learned to um, remove myself um, from certain situations and allow myself to go into the Old Testament. So I, I I focused I focused on the Old Testament because you know, especially with um, our Jewish brothers and sisters, it's very different from. But although our Catholic Mass is centered around the temple services, so you can find a lot of common elements, but um, you know, you have to kind of s- separate things when you're going. Going there as a as an observer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's a good lesson for all of us you know be be bolstered be strengthened be anchored rooted in your catholic faith and uh you know that that will prepare you for really any situation or relationship that comes up in life so 833-288-3986 robert is in redwood texas listening to us today on sirius xm channel 130 hi robert hey jerry hey debbie how are you guys doing great how about hi, you robert Okay, I'm about to give you a lot of information, so buckle up. You ready okay. for an adventure? <laughs> yes. We are. All right. So back in the uh, July 27th of 2018, I called in. The show was called I Just Can't Take It Anymore, and I called regarding a Catholic love story. I'm 100% blind. At the time, I was recently annulled, and I met a girl. Her name was Christiana, and we started dating. She was not a Catholic. I was. Well, fast forward a lot. Well, she became a Catholic. Yay. That's yay number one. Okay, cool. Wonderful. Awesome. Started continuing to pray every single night. Relationship grew. And then we got engaged in 2019. And if you remember correctly, which you you may or may not, y'all are smart, so you probably do. I was 39 at the time. She was 19. Mm -hmm. But her parents were also 20 years apart. Okay, fine. Great. Then the pandemic hit. And it's like, okay, what do we do? We were going to wait until she graduated college. She's an engineer. I was a lawyer. Well, I am a lawyer. And then it's like, okay, fine. So we ended up eloping because, unfortunately, it uh, there was all kinds of issues and, and things, not with us, but with others. And she said, you know, if the whole world's coming to an end, I'd rather be with my husband. So we got married in 2020, and there you go. And here's the fun part. We just heard our baby's heartbeat yesterday. Wow. We've been trying to conceive for four years, oh. and here, here's the interesting part. So I told you first time when I called in 
Mm-hmm. I said, when I sat there in 2018 in January cold, alone and broken, I said, Jesus, if you are who you say you are and you mean what you say you mean, I need some help. I can't handle this. And then the thought kicked in my head is, what exactly would I do if he plopped on my couch and said, hey, Rob, I'm Jesus Christ. How are you, dude? Would I believe him? And then I told you at the time, and I truly believe it today, that doing the same miracles, if he did all the miracles he did back then, probably anybody would not believe him. But my wife is proof that he is who he says he is and means what he says he means, because how in the world would you go from being broken at 39, falling in love with a 19-year-old halfway across the state when I'm blind and she's sighted and she's an engineer, and then we get married and then we're happy and everything else? Well, the second half of that is I've been praying for a baby for years, 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 years. Never happened. Well, now I'm in private armed security. So, yeah, now I'm a blind guy that carries a gun for a living. (laughs) That's a whole other story, but I I became a commissioned security officer, a firefighter, and now I work in EMS, even though I'm blind. That's a whole other direction God has taken me, and it seems to work. Well, I was working a post alone out in the middle of nowhere, and I just stopped, and I said, Lord, I don't know why I'm not a daddy. I know I'd make a good one. If there's anything I'm not doing, I'll, I'll do it. If there's anything I am doing, I'll stop it. Just talk to me. Just tell me what I need to do, and I'll do it. And the interesting thing is, uh, Debbie, you would know this because you're smart, but Jerry, you're smart too. (laughs) But we tried everything within the church. She was Mm -hmm. taking progesterone. We were using Lady Comp. In fact, we have a a dear brother, a fellow Marine uh, uh, who's Catholic. He was giving advice, and we were talking, and we just stopped. It's the one month where we just stopped everything, and poof, we conceived. Wow. That's God. That's God. And so I'm here to tell you all that nobody needs religion until you need religion. <laughs> and if you don't think you really need religion, what do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. He lost everything. He emptied himself on the cross and gave his life and everything for us. So why can't we do the same? And I'll tell you, I didn't care about being a Catholic before all this happened. I, uh, it's not that I was, you know, uh, I didn't have any animus towards it. It was like, you know, okay, yeah, cradle Catholic. Okay, who cares? We go to Catholic, yeah, church twice a year. Now, it's everything, because without Christ, you got nothing. You, you got nothing. It's just not going to work. Your job is your job. Your relationship's your relationship. But now I've got a great job I love. I mean, for goodness sake, I'm blind. I'm doing EMS, armed security, firefighting. I mean, come on. Who would think that I would do that? I have a beautiful wife, and now I've got a, a beautiful baby. We're, we're seven weeks. Seven weeks and two days. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and and I couldn't see the sonogram, but I heard the heartbeat. And let me tell you, that'll change your world. So what do you all think of that? Catholic love story, right? Hoorah! <laughs> well, Robert, the first thing oh, you yeah. said was you told us to buckle up. And I'm glad you did, mm-hmm. because that was quite the ride that you took us on there in these last few years. I have so much I, I would love to say. I'm just curious, though, first of all, since you, you said that you eloped with your wife, have you managed to get the, the marriage convalidated in the church? Oh, yes. Okay, oh, well, good. that's the other interesting thing. I'll share this one real quick. So we, we got married, uh, mm-hmm. and I married her so that during the, during the um, pandemic, I could give her the protection and, and everything I needed to do as a husband. So we didn't do it to do the wrong reason. I did it for right. the right reason. Sure. The interesting thing, Father Jacob, I love him. You'll love this. We went to engagement encounters. And the last night, you have to go to confession. And this, oh, this is so cool. You guys are going to love this. So I get done with confession, true confession, and I said, okay, Father, and he goes, okay, that's it. And I went, that's it? And he goes, yes. And I said, aren't we missing something? He goes, no, I don't think so. And I said, uh, do I get absolution? He goes, no. 
you broke church law. I can't absolve you, but neither can I condemn you. And I went, okay. It was the coolest thing. It wasn't a gumball machine priest. It was, I'm going to hold you accountable. Mm. And then he said, well, are you willing to marry her? I said, absolutely. I said, I was willing to marry her, but all the all the churches were locked up and, and everything else during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, we need it. And he said, well, what do you need? And I said, I need a church. He goes, I have a church. And I said, okay, I need a priest. He goes, I'm a priest. I said, well, I'll be honest. I'm, I, I was bankrupt at the time. Thanks be to God. Now everything's good. I said, I don't have any money. He goes, did I ask you for money? I said, no, Father, you didn't. He goes, are you willing to marry her? I said, with every heartbeat, absolutely, with all of my soul. And he goes, do you have a date? And I said, absolutely, July 13th. He goes, why? And I said, because July 13th at 2235 hours in 2018 is when we figured out we loved each other. So wow. poof, and then that's when the child's supposed to be born in September, so we'll have the baby shower on July 13th. How cool wow. is that? Wow, Robert, that is an absolutely cool and beautiful and amazing story. Um, so much I could say, you know, about you personally. You are so very accomplished in, in spite of being uh, a blind man. Um, you know, you're amazingly accomplished. I just, I'm, I'm, as you were talking, I was seeing myself in a movie theater, really, literally, yeah. with a big screen up in front of me and, you know, because this is the kind of stuff that, you know, movies are made out of. But, you know, that's the kind of God that we have, Debbie and Robert, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. God can write movie scripts for any one of us. And I think, Robert, the main thing for you, you know, is you're really owning your Catholic faith, taking ownership of that. You t- you said it's everything to you. And that's what God is often waiting for. You know, the Psalms are full of verses that say, Lord, you heard the cry of my appeal. I cried out to you and you answered me. Mm-hmm. And you had done that for a long time. And uh, the faith became everything for you. And then God said, okay, Robert. Now I'm going to bless you in these beautiful, beautiful ways. So what an amazing story. I, I agree. I just want to say real quickly, Robert, I, I remembered your voice as soon as you started speaking. And so I wanted to uh, say to you, as as you were um, sharing about the call you made in 2018, I did... I, did start to remember your call. So it was so beautiful that you followed up and shared this amazing Catholic love story. I want to say kudos to that wonderful priest that you uh, mentioned. He jumped into action. That's what I love about our priests. I'm just curious, Robert, uh, do you have a, a date for when the a baby's gonna, going to be born? Uh, so September uh, is the, September 8th is her prospective due date, and we're looking mm-hmm. at the names uh, Peter James, uh, mm-hmm. If it's a boy, and uh, Mary Elizabeth, if it's a girl. Good, well, yeah, because it's right, a, right, right around our lady's, our lady's it's birthday. It's on, on her birthday. September it's on 8th, her birthday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's interesting, Robert. I didn't mean to cut you off. You got to keep us posted, okay? We got to celebrate this baby's birth uh, with you. Will you do that for us? Oh, 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 absolutely, absolutely. You know, and then um, I need to find. You say a movie. It's funny. I can't. I'm not very good at writing, but but you're right. I mean now. Just, just as a, 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 just one more weird thing, and I'll let y'all run. But uh, we had a shooting in our apartment complex, mm. and and everyone was okay, thanks be to God. But my wife got scared, and she said, "Can you teach me to shoot?" And I said, "Absolutely." So we go to the range, and I'm teaching her how to shoot. Well, then when I I ended up getting a license to carry because these are the times, unfortunately, and that's how I got into private security because I got in, I got a license to carry, taught her how to shoot. Well, now I'm teaching other blind people how to responsibly handle firearms and be safe with them. And uh, how to, how to, um, you know, and that, but, but who would think, and my wife is doing the same thing. She got a reserve commission. So she does uh, armed security with me. And sometimes we work together and it's really funny uh, because people are like, uh, we just did a felony arrest. There was a guy who had a whole bunch of about $50,000 worth of street drugs and she found the drugs 
And I told him, I said, okay, turn around, face away from me, lace your hands behind your back. And he goes, for what? And I said, because I'm arresting you for uh, possession with intent to distribute. And he goes, really? And I said, yep, you've just been arrested by a blind man. So I put the cuffs on him and took him to the jail, and they're like, you're blind and you arrested someone. And I said, yep, perfectly legal. And, and But it's it's the adventures my wife and I have. And now with this baby, I mean, I, I can't even describe it, just hearing that heartbeat. Yeah. And, and anyone who cannot believe that life doesn't begin at conception, they need to hear the heartbeat of a, of a child in the womb mm-hmm. because it, it's there's no way you can dispute that. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it's yeah. the fact. Absolutely, no, Robert. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, you got to keep us posted. We're celebrating with you. Uh, God is so good. This is amazing. Thank you, Robert. Thanks, Thank Robert. you for uh, taking us on that beautiful Catholic, he called it a Catholic love story. Mm-hmm. Jerry, um, speaking of um, um, just the most uh, source and summit of our faith, the Holy Mass from Our Lady of the Angels Chapel every morning, 8 Eastern on EWTN Radio and every two hours on EWTN Radio Essentials. If you cannot make it, ma- cannot make it to Mass, physically and in person uh, on a daily basis, please, please listen to Mass on the radio or watch Mass on EWTN television. So important. Yeah. All right, let's get over to Tony, who's been holding patiently in Scranton, Pennsylvania, listening on JMJ Radio. Welcome, Tony. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Tony. Um, Thanks for taking my call. I just want to say I'm a very devout listener to your shows. Usually I hear you guys at midnight because I usually work during the day. Okay. I happen to be home. (laughs) Great. Yeah, I was calling to get your opinion on something, well, actually some guidance. Um, I've been married almost 30 years, and about five years ago, you know, I did the unthinkable in terms of, um, you know, I, I cheated on my wife. I had an affair, and we, I thought at least, you know, we were making good progress. It's been almost four and a half, five years, and we kind of, you know, looked like we completely reconciled. I went for therapy, and I apologized to her and all that, and things were good, but this Maybe a few weeks ago, around this past Christmas, she all of a sudden brought this issue out of nowhere to me. And she refused now. Uh, we had a very bad fight, actually, on Christmas Day. She wouldn't go to Mass with me. Um, we had a couple other instances where, you know, we usually go to Mass together on Sundays. And she just doesn't want to do anything with me anymore. Keeps bringing this up. Uh, this past Sunday, again, I asked her if she would come to Mass with me. And she outright just blurted out, I don't want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Sure. Um, initially, we went for counseling together in our local church, but she was embarrassed because, of course, you know the priest knew us very well, but he didn't judge me or anything. But this right. has hit me like a concrete brick, and sure. I don't know what to do at this point. With- okay. Okay, well, don't be at be at peace because there's a lot of resources out there, Tony. A lot right now. You've got um, additional counsel counts um, counselors and therapists, like through Catholic Counselors, uh, Greg and Lisa Popcheck's organization, um, our life coaching StandTallToday.com. You got Julie and Greg Alexander, um, their wonderful organization. There's Marriage Encounter. There's Retrovi. There's all sorts of places and resources. Here's what I would suggest. You pour your heart out to your wife and say, please, I am begging you. Don't turn away from me. I'll do whatever it takes to heal this. Okay. I 
realize what happened and 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 it could be that we need more uh, time together to do some of these programs or practice some of these tools and tips to build the trust to build the comfort level to build to um, uh, let us become stronger as husband and wife I'm begging you please I'll do whatever it takes let's go to a million different programs until the day we take our last breath but we need to stay together because I want to rebuild um, our bond our trust and our relationship and Tony help is out there that's that's the thing is people just wait too long they wait too long and then people get set in their ways and they turn away and they don't they they don't want to do the hard work to come back together but if you're reaching out right now all I want to say is please just research and interview a bunch of places uh, call the pop checks call the Alexanders anybody you can call and get a lot of help around you and your wife because you want it to last and and the fact that it just happened at Christmas that she turned away I think it's still very fresh maybe in her in her heart and it's just rising to the surface and um, it can be healed Tony but you just have to constantly be working at it what do you say Jer? Well, Tony, you'll be in our prayers, absolutely. Your name and your wife uh, anonymously will be in our prayer book. Debbie has already written them in there, I'm sure. And and I would just simply add this. Um, you know, this is, you know, you can look at this actually as an opportunity. And what I mean by that is an opportunity to show her the man and the husband that you not only want to be, but that she believes she was marrying at the time. And I and I believe you you are the man she was wanting to marry at that time. You you just had a little bit of a slip up here, and um, you know, just just Deb, take Debbie's all of Debbie's advice, and then just look at op, look for opportunities to just show her. You know, not so much tell her, but just show her the man and the husband that you want to be and uh you'll have a lot of prayers tony the take two family around the world will be praying for your marriage Mm -hmm. okay how does that sound thank you so even if she just refuses to go with me for these counseling sessions i just go myself right I would say I want to go to to heal our relationship because she's going, she's still traumatized from the feeling, from the break in trust. And Tony, do it in a loving, kind way. Bring her along as best she can, but tell her your outcome. You want to get stronger and tighter and closer with her. Okay, we're going to be praying, Tony, and add some fasting too, a little bit of fasting. Jerry? All right, thank you, Tony, for the call. Um, Great show, Take Two Family, as always. Want to thank the show team again today. Ace, uh, Matt, and Michael, we thank you so much for the great work you do on the show and everybody behind the scenes at EWTN. Tomorrow, do you think it was an angel? We're going to talk about experiences that you've had where it might have been an angel you encountered in some form or another here in this life. In the meantime, we ask uh, St. Marianne Cope to pray for us. It is her feast day today. I am Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani and you. We thank you and the affiliates. Thank you for carrying the program. Until we get together again tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day.